0: So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 8778 HOPENY or text HOPENY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of
1: The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this
2: one. Um, Let's go ahead and start our tight end conversation, Pete. And before we get to would-be free agents, uh, we can kind of talk about a sort of de facto free agent as, as it stands. Late Sunday evening, um, you know, peek behind the curtain. I'd already gotten the daily recorded, so that's, you know, my bad here. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was reported by NFL Network's Mike Silver. I saved it, actually, because I knew we were talking about tight ends. That multiple teams have called the Philadelphia Eagles about trading for tight end Zach Ertz. Now, I would argue, we're going to talk about, about five free agent tight ends. I would argue that Zach Ertz is a better option than maybe four of them, maybe five. Uh, I don't know how you feel. Um, Silver said a deal could happen in the coming days. Obviously, free agency is getting closer. Philadelphia can save just under $5 million against their salary cap by moving him away from there. Now, something important to note, Pete, is that Zach Ertz technically has three years left on his contract. However, 2022 and 23 are both void years, which means they are dummy years, which means they don't exactly count. Uh, So this is effectively a one-year deal for whoever is trading for him. In my mind, they would have to either be a Zach Ertz away, or they value the 2023 compensatory pick that they could get if and when he leaves in free agency next year.
1: And I think it also says a lot of what the Eagles think about Dallas Goddard and everything he can do with Zach Ertz to me in his own right. So there's simply a tier one and we know the the three names there and then then you get to this tier two and who are your three
2: names Kelsey Kittle and and
1: Darren Waller and then I think when you get to tier two there's like a high tier two and there's a low tier two and for me like Ertz is in that high tier two, and the tight ends we're about to discuss, so a few tight end needy teams out there, are are more of a low tier two, so if I need a tight end right now, I think I'm considering making this trade. Now, of course, you're not going to trade your entire future for Zach Ertz, but if you need an athletic tight end to be on par with some of these other teams, as I just mentioned, what was the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the 49ers, maybe, maybe go and do this deal.
2: Right, I don't think that Zach Ertz is going to command all too much because of the situation he's in contractually. I mean, I don't. Nobody's given up more than a third-round pick for him, right? Because, and and probably not even that because of the compensatory pick, you know, situation that that's going to follow. This was not a great season for Zach Ertz. Only played eleven games. 335 yards, one touchdown. A lot of that due to the quarterback, um, to the Derek Carr point. In 2019, 18 and 17, he was relatively fantastic. If you go back to Zach Ertz and what they can call breakup day
1: when your team doesn't make the playoffs and they have these final interviews, Ertz Mm. was essentially in tears knowing that he probably has played his last game as Philadelphia Eagle. And, you know, part of that team that was won the Super Bowl, Philadelphia has really loved Ertz, but you, you just... You can't see this working out. And so I, I think the writing is on the wall here. I'm eager to see where he goes.
2: I think Chicago is an easy layup of a connection. I've actually made that layup myself um, for a few reasons. One, if Nick Foles stays, obviously, you know, whatever. Um, two, Julie Ertz, um is fantastic in her own right as an athlete, but she plays for the NWSL team in Chicago, just like J.J. Watt's wife.
1: Yeah, I think it needs to be a team with a lot of cap space, because as you mentioned, you know, that he, they're going to have to carve that out. And right now, there's a lot of teams in the league that maybe could use a tight end, but simply cannot uh, afford to um, go and, and spend that money. And so I look at the teams with the top amount of cap space and the Jaguars come to mind. I know Eifert's there and the, the Jets as well. I, I just... I think you can always use what is another target, even what could be the New England Patriots.
2: My last question here before we move on, would it be cool or lame if the Indianapolis Colts got him?
1: <laughs> well, my thing is I really like Mo Ali Cox, and I can't understand why he doesn't play more <laughs> in Indianapolis. And so I wouldn't like that. But I, I think, you know, you make that Carson Wentz connection – I think you can put what would be the duo proverbial chip on both of their shoulders, and it would certainly be an interesting storyline. And so uh, I would take it, but I mean, now Mo Alley, who I love again, that big bodied tight end who has shown he can catch, just will continue to get buried on that depth chart. You can hear the rest of this conversation
2: by subscribing
1: to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.